0: Well, welcome to another edition of Intentional Conversations. On Intentional Conversations, we seek to interview leaders in men's ministries to help men grow spiritually and help leaders and pastors to reach men in today's culture, discussing issues men face every day. This is a program where a men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. I am Mike Salen of Cape Fear Men. This past year has been one for the books. Men mm-hmm. have dealt with various issues this past year due to many restrictions from COVID b- pandemic. Today, our guest is the founder of Stand Firm Ministry, who works with men struggling in many areas. If you are a men's ministry leader, a pastor, or a man who knows men who may be struggling, this program will be for you. Today, I have as my guest, Larry Leak. Larry is employed as a reentry employment instructor for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Hamden County Sheriff's Department. As I said, he is the founder of Stand Firm Ministries and the associate minister of Harvest Fellowship Church in Springfield, Massachusetts. Larry teaches employment to the men and women in the H- HCSD facilities and provides them with the necessary skills to get employment as they re-enter society. He teaches a class called Men's Leadership Group, and we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. This is a 10-week course where he instructs the men's and facilities leadership and character development skills. He deals with such topics as effective leadership, character, integrity, trust, honesty, accountability, anger, pride, and a a host of other things. (laughs) Larry has been a leader in men's ministry for over 20 years and is currently a speaker for the National Men's Ministry and the Iron Sharpens Iron National Men's Equipping Conference. In fact, Larry will be with me in a couple of uh, of the ISI conferences in North Carolina later this year. So, Larry, mm-hmm. I thank you for joining us tonight and being with us and listen, just talking about the things that men have to deal with on a regular basis. Mike, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, Larry, I appreciate it. Larry and I just recently met here not too long ago this past year, I guess it was, and yeah, uh, through a mutual doing. friend, Um uh, Rex Stigner, who's in the, yeah, who's also mentor. an ISI guy, and yeah. uh, but uh, it's, it's, I'm glad he he connected us together,
1: and and Thank I'm looking too. forward for Larry later on this year. So I'm um, looking forward to his. Well, I guess we'll be getting together three times, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's true. Three three times in four weeks. It's going to be a. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. We're going to become be a business September. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Looking so, forward anyway, to it, anyway. <laughs> so good
0: so so larry one of the things i like to do with all of my guests when they when, when we first get started is to uh ask them a little bit about their relationship with the lord and and one of the first questions i like to ask them is what is their favorite verse or maybe a verse god is using right now to speak to you and and why is that verse so meaningful to
1: you Thank you, Mike, Um, there's so many scriptures that uh, are dear to my heart. Several stand out, Mike, Um, 1 Peter 5, 7, 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him because he cares about you. That scripture has helped me get through a lot of tough times. And I want to come back to that at some point. That's very dear to me is that one. It's just all about casting. Whatever your worries, anxieties, whatever, as we're going through this pandemic, cast them upon him. Mm. Why? Because that's part of that verse, because he cares for you. He cares for you. That stands out. No matter what's going on, he wants us to give it to him Yeah, yeah. because he cares so deeply about us. He doesn't want us to walk around burdened, Mike, with our worries, with our anxieties. He wants us to give it to him, cast, cast it upon me is what he's saying. So that has really helped me. And as I look at the word cast, I like, I like using the acronym of cast, meaning the C, committed, mm-hmm. committed to him. Mm-hmm. The A, asking him, Lord, Relieve this from me. The S, surrender everything. Mm. Whatever is bogging us down, just surrender it to him. And the T, trust. Trust him. He never will fail us. Never. Amen. Amen. Never. Never. All we got to do is trust him. So that's very dear to me is that uh, scripture in Peter.
0: Yeah, yes. and, you know, and in, in, in this past year, with uh, all the stuff that's been going on with uh, COVID, and yes. so many people are dealing with anxiety and depression, and just mm-hmm. whole issues of things like that, that is a great verse to help to remind them and encourage them that uh, yes. our Lord Savior's right there, just to, just to help exactly. walk them through that, just by just just, just by releasing our cares
1: onto Him. That's it. That's it. That's what He wants us to do. Because he's got it, Mike. He's got it. We just got to trust him and believe because our Lord and Savior, he's got it. We yeah. just want to, to trust him. Yeah. Well, let me
0: ask you this. Um, share a little bit of your story of when you came to Christ and what mm-hmm. was that? How did that all happen and, and about? And, and uh, how, how, did he, how did he grab your heart? How did he capture your heart?
1: Well, after years of running, <laughs> um, he got me. It came to a point where I just had the cast, had to surrender, and I—that was—that was in high school, actually. That was my senior year in high school. After I went through a very troubling time, where he brought me through. I rededicated myself to Christ after that situation. And I haven't looked back. haven't looked back. He's been awesome. And that situation that I went through, that he brought me through, I should say, again, 1 Peter 5-7 stood out. There's another scripture that stood out as well, Mike. Psalm 46-10, Be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. That one resonates be still a lot of times what happens is that i was trying to fix it yeah that's what we all do <laughs> yeah 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 okay but be still what is he mm-hmm. told me i'm God's son and you're not that's right i don't need any help from you mm-hmm. all i need is your obedience your trust mm-hmm. Be still. Take your hands off the situation. I have it. That helped. I can't say enough how much that helped me. Mm-hmm. When I came to that realization. Of just being still. And letting God do his thing. He is God. I'm not. Oh, man.
0: So you. So it was about high school age. Is when you came to Christ? Is, uh, is yes, that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah. So... <clears throat> when did you When did you go into the ministry? When did you uh, start feeling the call into ministry? And, and that's uh,
1: always been after me. And then it was back in nineteen ninety three, somewhere around uh-huh. there. And just, just, it was like having the I can't help it, if you will, just right. non right. away, non away, non away, and. Um, just gave it up okay all right so um i was an ordained deacon served the lord and then from there got the call into the ministry hmm. yeah into the preaching ministry and uh just stand firm that started several years ago okay um, and got so, so,
0: so, so your bio says you've been in the in the men's ministry area for about twenty years. So, stand yeah. firm hasn't been around that
1: long. No, not for twenty years. No, okay, no. Um, Just stand firm is probably about three years old. Okay, three years old. But in terms of being a men's ministry leader, that was with um, when I was at a church. I was the men's ministry leader there. Uh, That was out in Portland, Oregon, to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. back there. So I would put on all the men's breakfast, the host of the breakfast and everything. Did a lot of work with promise keepers back then. Right. Um, A lot of work with them. Uh, They were very big back then at that time. And I'm glad to see that they're making a resurgence.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So, yeah, yeah, just doing a lot of things with not only the church I was at, but other churches as well yeah okay yeah
0: okay well let's talk about stand firm ministries a little bit you know you, uh, for those of you out there who want to find more about larry and his ministry you can go to just just and you'll mm-hmm. find him but um but you have a you do a lot of speaking engagements of course i you know i said earlier you speak with iron sharpens iron and, Sharon, and yes. you're going to be with me in north carolina later this year but uh, generally, what what is what is your what has God got you speaking a lot on these days and trying to impart
1: onto men's lives? Yes, um, thank you. I do a lot of subjects that impact men on a day to day basis. Okay, um, the biggest one right now, is, Mike, is anger. Ooh, yeah, the big yeah. one right now. I'm doing a lot of messages on that very topic yeah that i think you're, you're, yeah,
0: yeah i think i think you're do, you do one called anger you do a conf. You, you do a talk basically called anger one letter away from danger yes yes
1: yeah, so let me get into that okay. okay i'm gonna go ahead go ahead no no Sorry, I, wait, I, that wait, was wait, it i was wait.
0: just i was just making a comment because that's what you yeah. got listed for doing on the breakout sessions for the isi yeah. conferences later this year Yeah. and so
1: yeah what i'm saying uh, is this mike and I use the um, scripture in Ephesians where the Lord says, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Right. Don't give place to the devil. What are, what are we saying? It's okay to get angry because things upset us from time to time. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's understandable. Be ye angry. But the rest of that first text says, and sin not. Right. Here's the point. Anger becomes a problem when we hold on to it. Mm. We prolong it. Continuously. Okay. Something's troubling is upsetting us and we carry it over into the next day. Then to the next week. Mm. And yet like months, years, we're just holding on. We do that, what I'm saying is you're one letter away because in most cases you're going to do something. That usually doesn't come out to be pretty good. Okay? Um, And I don't mean just physical, I mean verbally. You're going to say something or do something because you're just holding on to that situation. That's the biggest talk that I'm doing right now, and I'm finding a lot of men are troubled by this emotion, anger. Um, do,
0: you, do you do you find there's any particular issue or struggle they're dealing with that's causing this anger that you see in the in the men you speak with?
1: Usually, Mike, it's an, it's to them an injustice. It's it's a rejection. Uh-huh. that they've, they've experienced. And when I counsel them, it this usually comes up. Mm-hmm. When I was a little boy, my father left me. And I'm bitter about that. Mm. Okay? That's been coming up a lot as we uncover the layers. Right. When they share more, they finally realize right. that it's not that individual, that innocent person. It's deeper than that, right? and that's why in my talk, I always say, you gotta get to the root cause of that anger. Maybe it's a hurt that was never dealt with, never dealt with, and I always say this, Mike, hurt people hurt people, because if you haven't dealt with that hurt, you're gonna hurt somebody totally innocent. Oh yeah. So oh we yeah. We got to deal with that pain. We got to deal with the pain in order to make progress. Yeah. Okay. So um, all of that's usually what comes out in these talks when guys share. Because at the end, I usually do a Q and A after the message, and uh, it's amazing the stuff that comes out. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. A lot of us, you know, a lot of us are going through uh, various wounds. Uh, yeah. I like to say we, you know, uh, they're a wounded warrior of some sort. You know, mm-hmm. they 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 have a father wound, a mother wound, or, or some kind. Of, there's yeah. some kind of wound sitting there there's that's, that's, there. that's right. festering,
1: festering, and, exactly. and which brings and it out. Triggers. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's triggered, and it usually comes out at someone that's not even um, the reason as to why they're so angry. I'm seeing this a lot, Mike. I had one gentleman who shared after I gave the message in Jacksonville. <clears throat> and um, he came up to me afterwards, Mike, this big. I mean, he was just muscles. I mean, <laughs> okay. I mean I'm like, okay, what's he going to say? <laughs> I hope I didn't get him upset. <laughs> um, to get him, don't want to get him angry, huh? <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. Mike, he's in tears, mm-hmm. weeping like a baby. And he says this, I just did six years in ripers. I have an anger issue. And what you shared today in this talk, it spoke volumes.
0: Mm.
1: He said, just came on the Rikers, and I come home. I said, yeah. And I see my wife in bed with another man. Mm. I have a loaded rifle. And I almost grabbed it. But the Holy Spirit was telling me, Don't do it. Get help. Mm. So he was saying when you started talking about it, it just brought that up all over again. Gracious. Mike, is this I'm I'm I got chills when he's telling me this as he's Ryan just tears flowing from his face. Mm. But this is what we're dealing with, Mike. This emotion is so powerful, and it causes great harm if we don't deal with it correctly. Right, right. So I'm on a mission um, to help men with this issue obviously others but this one right now is at the top of the list right now. Hmm. It's destroying not only relationships, Mike, it's destroying guys in their workplaces. Right. Okay. In their marriages. It's just taken full full till and working at the jail, over eighty percent of the men that are in our system this is the trigger this is the trigger sad to say as a result of the pandemic we've seen an increase in domestic violence cases right yeah statistics are sparing that out that's true exactly Exactly. Mm -hmm. so you know and that brings on another dynamic in terms of you know counseling and teaching the men on that so Mm -hmm. um we we have a we have a problem. We have a problem. But again, I'm determined to see this thing through and come alongside these men. That's what just Stand For Him is all about. Come alongside another brother who's going through a difficult time, who has been hit by the storms of life, shipwrecked, slammed, what have you, and they're sinking. What mm-hmm. Just Stand Firm wants to do is come alongside that brother, get them back in the ship with the Savior. Mm-hmm. That's what JFM is all about. Let me ask you right. Let me
0: ask you this, a thought and a, and a process, because I know you talk to a lot of men through your ministry and, and what you mm-hmm. do for the... For the county sheriff's department up there in Massachusetts, but yeah. um, you know, I recently was talking to uh, Rick McGee of Kids Outdoor Zone, and he was talking about 22 million children going to bed without a father in the home every mm. night, and uh, and yeah. I cannot help but think that as you talk about uh, that, uh, a lot of these guys who are dealing with anger issues are coming up through those kinds of uh, of situations, and and yeah. uh, is that kind of bearing
1: out for what you see also? Absolutely. Absolutely. So many guys are coming from fatherless homes. Yeah, So many. And it's impacting them as far as just learning things about being a man. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mike, I don't know how many times I've had guys tell me, I didn't realize that. My father wasn't around to teach me what you're Mm -hmm. teaching me. OK, I got a class tomorrow night and we're right now we're dealing on pride. It's amazing because I'm, I'm a firm believer in kids are products of their environment. OK, and I'm seeing with the fatherless home issue a a big concern. So just, again, trying to help these guys. I remember I had one class, <laughs> oh. three men, same name same first and last name.
0: Mm.
1: We had had granddad, dad, and son. Mm. Gracious. All in the same class. Okay, so I was granddad dealing drugs, passing on to his son. That son passed it on to his son. I mean, so we're getting this repeated behavior because of what dad was doing. So I do a thing on breaking the cycle. Um, so I'm doing that, and that's been helpful for a lot of guys. We got to break the cycle, but
0: um, Well, that kind of that kind of uh, that situation you're just talking about kind of reiterates the scripture where it talks about the sins of, uh, into the third and the fourth generation, and right. passing it on. And uh, yeah. and if you reverse that. And you live the the life that
1: Christ lives. You that will also pass mm-hmm. down to your children. Also, absolutely, absolutely. And that's what we're going with this thing. We're we're trying to interject that, mm-hmm. to so that these men can have hope. Right. They don't have to do what dad did. Right. Okay? They don't have to do that. So um, yeah, we're, we're going that route, and um, it's been very it's been very helpful to right. a lot of guys she so, break that cycle we got to break yeah. it we got to break it okay yeah
0: well i want us to move on a little bit i know i, I we can continue talking about this but i want to talk about that other uh, uh, the other one that i think that you're going to be doing with us uh called road what road are you on yes. and i think it's it that one that one i believe is you kind of gear that towards uh, uh what we call in the iron harbor iron world uh, emerging men of the young guys to help them out. So, uh, talk talk a little bit about that a little bit if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. What road are you on? What we want to do is um, talk to the young men about peer pressure. Uh-huh. Okay, been seeing a lot of. We've been getting a lot of young men into the system. It's sad, Mike. 17, uh-huh. 18 years old coming in for mm-hmm. some severe charges. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have succumbed to pressure because everyone else is doing it, okay? They want yep. to fit in. They want to yep. fit in badly. Yep. I understand. So my, yeah, my question is, what road are you on? Because there's two roads. The good road, the not-so-good road. So I break down the good, and I do the not-so-good as well. So my question to the young man is going to be, what road are you on? Where are you at? What struggles do you have? Why do you succumb to the pressure? So we kick that around, and uh, we want to get them talking. That's, um, that's where we're going with this thing. What road are you on? And if you're on the not-so-good road, there's a way you can turn it around and get to the good. Okay. So yeah, we're going to teach on that. I'm really excited about that.
0: Good yeah i'm kind of I'm looking forward to that, and I hope a number of young guys will come come and listen to you speak on that it um, peer pressure be. is such a big thing today it and uh, and if you don't yeah. have a solid family life, so to speak, yeah. and uh, especially a great relationship with your dad, young people can be pulled into things that you would yeah, never really. ever thought that they could That's they would right. be pulled into That's
1: and, right. uh, because they're at that vulnerable state. Yeah. They wanna they want attention. Okay. They want some sense of affirmation. Right. So what happens is that if I can use this word, the gangbanger, if you will. Right. Will entice that young male.
0: Yeah. Make him feel and part you know. of family. Make him right. part yeah, make him part of the family, yeah. so to speak.
1: Exactly. him that family feel. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There you go. So they yeah. seized the vulnerability aspect. Right. And they reeled them in, okay, so yeah, we wanna we wanna break that, we wanna All break right. that, so that's where we're going with that, yeah, yeah. Well, that's where guys like
0: you and I come in and, and other of us seasoned men, where we could come in and actually take some of these young men under our wings, so to speak, and there mentor you them and, and, yeah, and be there. Exactly. Um, that's one of the things that, yeah, that's one of the things I encourage guys all the time. I have uh, a, I have a breakout session that I, that I do from time to time called, uh, so you retired, your ministry's not over with, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, so, or I should say, you—you've just begun your ministry. You know, you exactly. retired. You've just begun your ministry because you have so much yeah. you can life experiences you can share to some of these young men who are just now coming oh, up in the world. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And
1: absolutely. Because with that, which role are you on? I also to combine that life lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Okay, life lessons learned. So we we combine that as well. Just different things you learn around life's way life that can help you as you emerge to manhood. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: good. That's good. That's good. Uh, let's talk about leadership training. Uh, you have a mm-hmm. uh, the leadership. I mentioned. In, I mentioned in the uh, opening that you do do a, uh, a class called a Men's Leadership Group, uh, yep, ten week course. Uh, yeah, that's share it. a little bit about that. What all?
1: What's that all about? <laughs> that's been uh something very dear um to me um where i teach on um actually i use the book not only the bible but also the book uncommon by Tony dungy yes um, yes i know that book, the guys love that book they love yeah. it yeah so we do the the different topics that coach dungy has in that book it's amazing i share it with you guys it's amazing the first the first topic he deals with his character Mm -hmm. character so I spent a couple of weeks teaching on character of course we teach on leadership and also integrity accountability responsibility how to handle different life pressure situations that kind of thing so um, it's been well received by the men I do it four times a year um, 10 weeks as you stated and then um, we have a graduation ceremony when we're done with the first ten with, with those ten weeks. It's a morning of encouraging the men, the graduation, mm-hmm. because a lot of times these guys have never been applauded. They have never had any type of graduation ceremony. So this sort of like caps it. You made it through the ten weeks. Now we're going to celebrate you. And they are so, so happy on that ceremony. So um, I just enjoy doing those classes. I really do. Now, are these you face-to-face know.
0: classes? Oh, yeah. Are these, fa- these face-to-face classes? Absolutely.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, we teach from 6 tomorrow night, Tuesday night, 6 to 7.30 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we teach for an hour and a half. And um uh, it's, um like I said, the guys have really gotten into it. So, mm-hmm. And here's, here again is something we were talking a couple of minutes ago. The guys have not been taught this stuff, what they tell me. And that's why um, they're receiving it so willingly. Mm-hmm. So I just, I thank God for that. I truly do.
0: Yeah. And, to, you, know, mm-hmm. I know, you know, I know, man, I know. I know. Other I spent three. many. I spent many years in in the uh, power industry, and one of the biggest things that I saw dealing with a lot of guys who's even still what you would consider having their head screwed on straight, so to speak, yeah. integrity. Integrity was still the biggest issue. One of the biggest issues we had to deal with, yeah. and it's, it's just because a simple it little, is. simple, simple little things we teach our kids. Without yeah. even realizing we're teaching our kids that little lie or That's that you know, that we do that we don't realize our kids are picking up on it and if mom and dad can oh, do really it, there's
1: right. nothing wrong with That's me true. doing it. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Integrity is something that the guys are are getting into. it's mm-hmm. new for them, so um that and I also do something called the blame game. Uh <laughs> to get to that. The the problems with the blame game. Why don't yeah. we play it? Uh, get into yeah. that. Uh, yeah,
0: well, it's, uh, it's not my it's fault. It's not my right fault. There. The yeah. way I'm, yeah.
1: exactly. Exactly. I'm this exactly. way because Right, I get that one. I get that one. <laughs> Instead of just saying, "I'm sorry," yeah, my fault. I blew it. Okay. Yeah. Instead it of up to it. pointing the finger, yeah, just you know, we we're men. We hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying, I will, it's my problem.
0: Instead of pointing the finger. I yeah. I, and I'm looking at your list here, what you do in your class. And there's some great things that we all should learn while growing up, but at the same time, uh, probably very little of this is being taught in, 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 mm-hmm. in our homes today. I mean, uh, things like, uh, uh, I mean, even how to treat a woman, how to treat a woman, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see some guys who, uh, are just, um, you know, I, I want to take them out, to the woodshed, so to speak, you know, <laughs> the way I see, I see some of them treat their, the, their, girlfriends and their wives, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, 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 I learned how to treat a woman by watching my dad. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's, mm-hmm. he, I, I can't remember. I, I remember my dad always calling my mother. Her name was Ruth but he always called her booger. <laughs> and I remember asking my dad one time, I said, why do you call her booger? And he said, because she is. <laughs> but the point is, the point is I knew that my dad loved my mom and, yeah. uh, and and just seeing, watching him and how he loved her and how you took care of her, uh, helped me to understand how to take care of a woman. Yeah. Our
1: guys are not getting that these days. Also, no, they're not. And, that couple with um, leaving a living legacy. Yeah, um, that I couple that together because um, a lot of guys think gotta give something. You know, no legacy is about now. How are you living your legacy? It's about now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Larry, I cannot believe our time is just about gone. We, we, we,
1: i, I thoroughly enjoyed
0: it. sitting here talking to you. It's uh, it's unbelievable how well, time flies when you're talking about it things really that really
1: means. It, it really is. Um, can I just mention one thing about JSFM? Absolutely. The scripture, scripture First Corinthians sixteen thirteen is what it. That's the staple scripture for mm-hmm. just being our ministries, where the Lord says. Be on the alert, stand firm in the faith. Absolutely, yep. Be courageous, be strong. Yep. That's four, four powerful principles he gives us right there. Yep. That's what just stand firm is all about. Just no matter what life okay. throws at you, stand firm mm-hmm. in the faith. Why? Because he has got it. He's is still in control. All we need to do is just stand firm in the faith. Yeah. Because that's what this whole thing is about. It's a it's a faith thing. It's a faith thing. I'm convinced of that. No matter yeah. what we go through, our faith is being tested, and Amen. if we just stand firm in Him, we will get through it. Amen. Because of Him, stand Amen. firm. Will stand firm.
0: Well, Larry, I want to give you an opportunity to tell our listening audience uh, how they can contact you if they would like to learn more about your ministry or if they would like to invite you to come to their church or maybe a men's event that they're having uh, to speak to them. How would they How would they uh, reach out and, and make contact with you?
1: Mike, thanks. I'd be happy to. Um, you can go to the website, just firm, ministries.org, or you can also go to L.A. Leak. 77 at gmail.com. Um, my phone number 413-504-8243. You can get in touch with me any of those ways. Be happy to talk with you, be happy to come wherever um you know you may be at. Again, it's just a matter of getting the message out and to uh, help as many men uh, as I can also can speak at your um at your church to the congregation as well i've done that as as well okay. i'm just available i'm available for the lord mm-hmm. that's the bottom of it. Yeah. Just want and, to
0: yeah i know you're going to be at other places, other isis other than ones here in north carolina but for those of you who are in north carolina if um if you would like Larry to come and speak to your church while he's down here in the area in yeah. September and October, I'd reach out to him and do that because he'll be down yeah. he'll be down here for a few weeks, <laughs> 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 and I'm sure he'd be he'd be happy to come to your church on Sunday morning and, and share with you and share with your that. guys. So good. Yeah, so. Well, Larry, it was great to have you with us today. These are some interesting topics, and God and, and I know God is really using you to to speak it to men's lives and, and, uh, and, and change their hearts and helping them to grow closer to the Lord. And I really appreciate yes. you, brother. Uh, the short time I've known you, uh, there's no doubt that we are, we are
1: blood brothers in Christ. There's yes, no doubt about Amen. Amen. Yes, we are. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We are brother. Appreciate you, Mike. I appreciate your ministry and what you're doing with Kate for men. And I really look forward to worshiping with you and uh, serving the Lord with you at these upcoming conferences. Amen, um, amen. I'm, I'm excited. I really am. And, I, am um, too. I am too. Let's do this thing, brother. Let's do this thing. <laughs> I'm available to you anytime you need me, man. <laughs> yeah
0: we'll do man <laughs> we'll do so if you uh if you want to know more about larry and his ministry just go out to his website just for just uh stand firm.org or you can email him at la leak 77 at gmail.com uh, or yeah. you can reach out to me at cape fear at gmail.com and i would be glad yeah. to put you in touch with larry and, and give you that information so uh, uh it's been fun with you larry and i uh, enjoyed the time good, together yeah. and. Uh, And for those of you, uh, look for a a future intentional conversation. And uh, we'll be speaking to someone else in men's ministry in the near future. So join us next time on Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon. God bless. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Intentional Conversations with Mike Sandlin. Intentional Conversations is a production of Cape Fear Men and Men's Ministry Coalition. In case you missed something or would like to review something said, this conversation will be available on the Cape Fear Men website within the next few days. Just go to capefearmen.net slash podcasts to listen. You can also find us on iTunes and Spotify, and you will be able to listen to past podcasts. If you enjoyed today's program, I would like to ask you to consider helping us keep these broadcasts coming to you by donating to Cape Fear Men by either going to capefearmen.net and clicking on the donate button at the top of the page or text CAPE, C-A-P-E, to 50155. Cape Fear Men is a 501c3 organization and all donations are tax deductible. Thank you in advance for your donations. If you have other questions, drop us an email at capefearmen at gmail.com. Intentional Conversations is a program where a men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. Now, as the beloved mentor used to say, after finishing our time together, I pray God will give you a rock to stand on, a brook to drink from, and a tree to shake you by. Join us next time on Intentional Conversations. God bless.